Either you intentionally partner with God or you unknowingly partner with the world. We're going to unpack what it means to be ministry partners and the consequences if you just kind of choose not to decide. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is Braden Pohowicz, and the gentleman over here is John Drabert, the hey, gentleman. This is the first episode after the challenge, yes. the youth retreat, which, yes. uh, you know, we had one, I guess, technically, but it was future past because it was recorded before, released after. Yeah, it's. I can finally report on how it went. So and? It went great. Good. We had a lot of fun. I got to thank you guys for your... Uh, vulnerability, your encouragement, your joy. Um, it was it was awesome. We really enjoyed it. We had about 20 people uh, out to hang out. And so if you're a youth, whether you engaged or were able to come to that event and you're still looking for a place to kind of connect with the community, um, remember that we have more events like that coming up and we'll be sure to tell you when they are. But we also have a way that you can connect with us online at covenantbay.ca, just look for virtual faith chat. And we've been going over the Bible story podcast and talking through the discussion questions and uh, have lots of people interested from the retreat who are going to join us. So it's, it's going to be really awesome. That's awesome. So we are in the final chapter of Philippians. Philippians is the book written by Paul. It's a thank you letter. And we really are getting into the thank you part of this letter. Yes, he has thanked people up to this point, but he kind of really... Uh, it's just really the heart of this. He tells them why he's grateful. Yeah. And the reality is, um, Paul is grateful because the Philippians have chosen very intentionally to be ministry partners alongside Paul, Mm -hmm. but partners, all of them, with God. Yeah. One of the really interesting things that I think Paul mentions in this scripture is that they're the only church that did that for Mm. him. They're the only ones that decided to kind of partner in the way that they are. And uh, you really tell his like humility and, and gratitude for them. Yeah. So if you haven't read this scripture yet, it's in Philippians 4 and it's verses 10 to 23, I think, right to the end. Correct. Um, So pause and read that. That would be good. (laughs) Okay. So question, uh, have you ever done something, bought something to give uh, or received, maybe asked for something for Christmas um, and you really, really wanted it? And you thought, yeah, this is going to make all the difference in the world. And then it was like, (laughs) Yes, uh, I have. So I I always talk like me and my brother are really like fad-oriented kids. Really? Like we got all into all that. We had Pogs. Ooh. We had um, Furbies. Mm. We had Tamagotchis. These are words that people don't even know. <laughs> I sh- <clears throat> so the one that really got me was the Batman figurine and he'd like come through with the batmobile and there was like he'd drive through a wall and it would break into pieces and the bad guy'd like fall off the wall there's somehow like explosions in these commercials right yeah and the kids playing with them were having the best time ever and i was like sweet i want that but then you get this batman toy and there's not the whole like set around it and then you're playing in like the bathtub or like on your you know kitchen island and it just does not feel as epic or exciting so i it felt like i was duped yeah (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I can relate to that. Have you ever looked at a commercial for a restaurant, specifically maybe fast food, and you're like, okay. oh, that looks so good. I am yeah. going to get that. And yeah. then you walk away. Either it's like the portion was too small or like 
It the never burgers, quite, like squished. Yeah, out. the burgers <clears throat> squished, and you're like, oh, I thought we were gonna get like eight pieces of bacon, not just two, or whatever it might be. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, you're just left with wanting more, and you're like, totally, that was a disappointing sandwich. That is like the, uh, it's the epitome of the feeling of the sound of like, womp, womp. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Very good sound effects. Uh, okay, yeah, I agree with you, and without going into too much detail, really, that's the that's the plan or the idea of marketing yeah and we we see it not just in commercials but now in the day of like the influencer mm. or the people that we see online there's so much like pressure to emulate their lifestyle to emulate what they have and how they do things not just like their material possessions but like how they talk how they walk how they dress you really do become the product in many ways yeah. which is a whole nother conversation yeah. we won't go down, but, but yeah. But they're telling you like what to purchase and how to act and really telling you what your role in mm. life is, what your purpose is, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, that really is. Okay, Braden. Yeah. Um, so you've decided what your life is going to be about. Uh, we're good friends. I know a bit of your story. You've, right. You, you came to faith uh, just after high school at a yep. summer camp. Yep. Uh, you've done a whole lot of different things. Uh, a whole bunch. As, as far as work. Yep. Um, um, but at some point you made that decision to say, you know what? I want people to, to come to know Jesus and grow in a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe flesh out for us a little bit about, you know, how you came to that conclusion. Okay. But also maybe re- emphasize the significance of that for, for you mm. personally, but also you know, where, where, what that is, was rooted in. Yeah. Uh, a lot of questions in the yes. one statement. Yeah. <laughs> just, just talk for a bit. Just go for it. So, yeah, I think for me, again, as John mentioned, like I've done lots of different things. I worked on an ambulance for a short time. I sold cars for a time. I have worked in restaurants and cafes and I worked with child and family services. So all of these things were really, uh, I would say, motivated by the desire to help people. Um, And that was great. That was, you know, I, I did those things. And then there was kind of a point, though, where I felt God's invitation into something else. Hmm. Um, as I was going through my degree, as I was learning to work with people more, the understanding for me was that I, as a young adult, got the opportunity to explore my faith in a way that I never had before, which eventually led to me asking some good questions and choosing to walk this walk Mm. with Jesus. And I really felt the invitation was to minister to people in a way that fostered the same opportunity for them. Mm. So that gave people, kids, youth, adults, young adults, the opportunity to explore their faith, to ask questions, to not have judgment passed on where they were coming into the faith or maybe who they were prior, um, but just to really say what's hard, what's good, what's confusing, what do you understand, what do you not understand, and take that. Um, and so <clears throat> that's what I then stepped into, probably second year of university, and just said, okay, I'm going to allow myself to respond to the invitation from God and say, I'm a partner in him. I'm a partner in this ministry through God. And we're going to approach everything through that light. Everything I do in work is saying, how do we continue people to, how do we continue to encourage people to engage and grow in their relationship 
and be inquisitive with mm. that, I think, is a huge part of it. Yeah, that's really good. And, I, and that's why summer camp is such a great fit for you, but also yes. specifically this organization, Covenant Bay Bible Camp, where yeah. you know our goal is to help people grow in a relationship with Jesus. Exactly. And so it... For me, the purpose looked very career oriented, and right. f- and for you probably the same way, right? Um, and it, and that's not always the fact, uh, mm. or the purpose doesn't always specifically dictate your vocation or your career, but it does sometimes. And so I just want to make that clarification. Yeah. I think it's yeah. important. No, that's great. <clears throat> so um, there's a lot of things that we're chasing after in this world. Yes. Might be lightsabers. It might be the latest <laughs> Batmobile. Right. Um, but hey, if I had that Batmobile, I'd be able to to chase a lot faster. Y- yes, the uh, real one, not the toy one. I want the full. <laughs> like I want flames coming out of the back of my car. Yeah, <laughs> and the bat suit. Yeah. Because Ooh. like like what's good is a Batmobile without the whole. It's true. Get up. If I get out of the Batmobile, just dress like this. Like, embarrassing. <laughs> like, wow, that was a letdown. <laughs> yeah. Could yeah. you imagine picking up your first date? Like, could you imagine how our wives would have reacted if, if on our, our first date back then we arrived in a in a Batmobile? <laughs> Better yet, in the bat suit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're getting way off track here. Okay, so we often chase things in life that are somewhat maybe a letdown. They think we yeah. think they'll satisfy us, but they they don't ever. Really, yeah, we're right? we're told that they will satisfy a need yeah. or whichever, and then it's a it's. It is anticlimactic pretty much every time. Okay, so mm. Paul talks about contentment in this passage, mm-hmm. that he's learned the secret of being content in whatever circumstances, whatever mm-hmm. situation he finds himself. Mm. Um, speak to that a little bit. What, what are the things that we need to learn in order to be content? Okay, well, <clears throat> the way I've kind of heard it described, or actually I think I started describing it this way, is the, the peace of God, which I think leads to contentment, mm. is something that we don't recognize unless we have a relationship with God. I think that's one thing that I've really seen over time is people keep, yeah, people keep seeking and, and really it's only found in God. Right. And, and the idea is like, we need peace in life, but simply because, um, life is hard and messy. Yes. Yes. And so, so the, so picture with me like this ebb and flow of life, the ups and downs, the really good emotions and the really bad emotions. And I think we follow those things every day. Mm. We are, we interact with our emotions differently. And then when we, when I consider the peace of God or the contentment in that, Mm -hmm. it's saying, I understand that God's peace or God's contentment for me is kind of separate from these things. I can always return to that place. That is my home or homeostasis. That is where I belong. And in that, it's kind of a recognition that like God has things figured out way before I do. He understands the plan way more than I do. He sees a lot more of the picture. And so I can say, okay, even though I feel up or down, there's this peace in saying God's got this. Like it's not just on me. God's got this. So we find peace in God's presence. And the more we live there, the more we live in that contentment, that place of peace, right? Yeah, I agree. And then, you know, there's a few other things that come into that, like being a citizen of heaven. Which that, is a theme that Paul yeah, talked about throughout this letter. Exactly. So the idea that we don't, the end of the race or the end of, of the end goal, perhaps, mm. isn't 
here. It's not worldly. It is heavenly. And so we seek and we strive and we, we, you know, hope to get to the heavenly place of perfection rather than completing tasks here on earth. Hmm. And, and there's this idea too, I think that our purpose, which mm-hmm. you spoke about y- your story yeah. um, and finding purpose and partnering with God, there is that we're not living for our, simply ourselves, that right. we're living beyond our own situation, our own, yeah. our own emotion, our own uh, space, and that we're living uh, with a purpose, mm-hmm. with God's purpose front and center. The purpose of God or the purpose to, you know, spread his love or, or teach people about him is not uh, confined to these places of ministry. Right. That can happen at banks, at schools, at, you know, walks through your neighborhood. All of those places are where that purpose can happen. And so if you feel called into that purpose or if you feel like, like you know, ministering to others is, is part of your life, which it should. That is, yeah, well, we're, it, all, we're all called to it, that. Newsflash, it's written in scripture <laughs> yeah. for all of us to do that. And so just because you think, well, I work at a fast food restaurant, there's no mm. way I can do ministry. That is not the truth. Yeah, yeah. And I think the final theme that we get throughout this, this whole scripture um, text in today, but also throughout the whole book, mm-hmm. is that really gratitude grounds us or anchors us in this idea of contentment, that yeah. we can just be satisfied. One. Mm-hmm. belonging and being in the presence of God, but for all the good things that God brings into our life as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, gratitude is so important. And again, that that thankfulness that God has got it covered and that like we are not doing this on our own. Mm-hmm. It's way easier to be thankful to say like, God, I messed up royally today, but I understand that you can make this out for good or that you understand this way more than I do. And it, it, it's in your hands. And, like, and yeah, it's not of our own volition. And thanking is exactly what Paul is doing in this text right mm-hmm. now. So that's that's a really good point in terms of like what Paul is doing. I think let's let's bring it back to that. Specifically, Paul is thanking a community around him, mm. and and you've mentioned it as like partnership. So yep. kind of go over that here. Yeah, the the idea for us to be in partnership. There's there's two partnerships that we gotta mm. gotta think about. The first one is we're partnering with God. Like, mm. This is not my goals. This is not my ambitions um, that I've set out, but they have been adopted by me mm-hmm. and embraced by me, and I'm now partnering with God. They are God's purposes, mm-hmm. that I'm, and I'm partnering with him. Yeah, I like that. I like to think of it as, as the invitation. Like mm-hmm. It's at least when I responded to that or, or understood my purpose, it felt very much like, it's not a boss telling me what to do, yeah, right? But it's God inviting me into that and, and me kind of responding to that invitation. Yeah. And I think the second um, partnership is with other people, like my friend Braden and I, um, or, or your classmate at school who mm-hmm. else goes, goes to your church or is a Christian. You know, we are partners with other Christians in spreading the good news of, yeah. of Jesus Christ, spreading God's love, and, and maybe just even seeing the needs of others around us. Yeah, I really like that. So in summary, we are partners with each other. Mm-hmm. And with God. And with God. Growth Tip Time! Growth Tip Time! I think 
the growth tip needs to go in the direction of like focusing on needs and of our community. So we talked, I think last week or the week before about Paul mentioning like to ask God specifically for what you need. So what you're asking <laughs> us is to look beyond ourselves yes. and, our, and our immediate emotion, our immediate needs or felt needs yeah. and, and look to the others in yeah. our community and our school or our workplace and whatever it might be. Yeah. And say, hey, what are the needs of others? Yeah. Okay. So uh, an action that can be maybe put along with this is like, as you're going for a walk in your community or as you're going through school or work, or maybe you're, you know, at a practice or something, I just recognize the people around you um, and think to yourself or try and see them through Jesus's eyes Mm. and ask, what, what do they need from God? And like Paul said, we can take those needs directly to God. And so end that time in prayer. Yeah. And I would say even schedule that time. So it's easy to just walk through your school, walk through your workplace Mm -hmm. without giving that much thought. But if you're saying, okay, next Tuesday, Mm -hmm. when I'm at such and such a place, I'm going to take a five minute walk through this area and just see the needs around me. Yeah. Hey guys, it's been wonderful to be with you. We love mm-hmm. you a lot. We pray for you every day. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know that there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We say that every single week, yeah. but here's the reality. It's not just important <laughs> for you, yeah. but it's important for everybody around you. If you guys are having a hard time growing in a relationship with Christ, or you just need more of a community around you because... That is what we are created for. Again, reach out to us, covenantbay.ca. You can get in contact for the virtual faith community uh, or virtual faith chat. And if you guys want to start your own, you got a group of people, then again, reach out. We'll get in touch and we'll make that happen for you. Awesome. Hey guys, again, we're praying for you. Have a great week. Mm -hmm. Take care.